Hey everyone, it's Nicolette once again with a new episode. And today we're going to study from the book of Amos 3. It says, People of Israel, listen to this message which the Lord has spoken about you, the entire nation that he brought out of Egypt. So the nation that here God is talking about is the nation that God set free. the people that he set free and setting free meaning the people that he delivered and for you to reach to the place of freedom according to Deuteronomy chapter 12 let me open for you Deuteronomy chapter 12 Deuteronomy chapter 12 and we all need to reach a place where we we all need to reach to this place of rest. Deuteronomy is Deuteronomy. One sixty nine. Deuteronomy chapter twelve. Just one second. Deuteronomy chapter 12. It says, um, verse 9. Because you have not yet entered the land that the Lord your God is giving you, where you can live in peace. Who had the promised land? It is the Israelites. But now us, we have the promised land where the promised land now is freedom, rest. That is the promised land. And for you to be delivered. for Because now, it continues, it says, when you cross the river Jordan, the Lord will let you occupy the land and live there. He will keep you safe from all your enemies and you will live in peace. The Lord, yeah. So this is talking about the, the place of rest and peace. There is a place where you reach, where you've done warfare, warfare, and it reaches until now. You reach to a place of rest. Now where you sit at the right hand of God, your spirit sits at the right hand of God. That is a place of rest. But before you reach there, there are some battles. There are some things that someone goes through. There are some battles that... You have to face until you reach the place of rest. Remember, Jesus reached the place of rest after his crucifixion. When he rose, when he died, he reached the place of rest. Now there was no one to persecute or crucify him after. Yes, people still crucify and persecute him, but he already died. He reached a place of rest. That is a place where God wants us to reach a place of rest. But God, he says, the entire nation that he brought out of Egypt. So God is talking about the people who he already delivered and set free. 
and the demons which are holding that person, angels were involved to set that person free. Some people, even Michael himself, had to set them free. Had to set them free. Some people, their souls were caged in hell, in a bottle, but and some people's spirits were caged. But God set them free. And they will reach to a place of rest where God keeps them safe from their enemies. And God is saying, of all the nations on earth, you are the only one I have known and cared for. So those are the people God who have known them from for their entire lives and cared for, even up to generations. That is make, what makes your sin so terrible. But if you ever notice, when a witch continues to do wickedness, sometimes God just allows that. But when, if you're someone who God set free and you work for him and you're his servant and you're close to him and he knows you, you worship him and you backslide one time, the punishment that is going to follow you after, the way the angels are going to deal with you, until you will know never to backslide again. So, and that is why I must punish you for them. You see, God is saying, that is why I must punish you for them. So there are people that God set free and delivered. Many people are in bondage. Many people have not reached that place of rest. And rest does not mean you have money. No. You can have money, but you've not reached a place of rest yet. When you reach to a place of rest, God opens your life to angels to help you. His presence is always with you. He has kept you safe from your enemies. They will try, but they will not be even effective. They will not even, nothing will work out. That is a place of rest where you have peace. And God delivers these people. So the prophet starts, do two men start traveling together without arranging to meet? Does a lion roar in the forest unless he has found a victim? So when God says that alone, remember God is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And some when you sin, that means when God set your fear and delivered, remember, when God delivers a person, the spirits go in a dry place. And when they see the place they were inside is clean and tidy. Remember, your spirit is not in one form. Your spirit can change in different forms. That's why how angels can come in different forms. They are spirits. Who maketh these angels ministers are flaming fire. Spirits are flaming fire. Samson of verse 4. So they are spirits. So angels can appear in the form of a human being. They can also appear in the form of fire. They can also appear in the form of a sword. They can appear in the form of anything. So it is the same with your spirit. Your spirit can appear in the form of anything. That's why 
He says, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus says, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, it is because he knows. If he does not fill you with his word, demons will come and fill you. Because when, when spirits in the spiritual realm, they don't see your body like meat inside, like with liver and kidneys. No, they don't see that. When they look at somebody, they see a house. When the Holy Spirit sees somebody, sees, that's why it says they are mansion in heaven. Not that until today God is building a mansion for somebody, no. You, you build your own mansion by the word of God, by helping the poor and the orphans, the widows and the orphans. So when someone backslides, you become, someone becomes an enemy of God, enemy. And when you become an enemy of God, that's why it says the Lion of Judah. He, God himself, his instincts as the Lion of the Judah will try, will not try, but will get upset. Does a young, does a bird get caught in a trap if the trap has not been baited? Does a trap spring unless something sets it off? Does the war trumpet sound in a city without making the people afraid? Does disaster strike a city unless the Lord send it? The sovereign Lord never does anything without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. When a lion roars, who can avoid being afraid? When the sovereign Lord speaks, who can avoid proclaiming his message? So when the Lord speaks, there are times that God does not speak. There are times that God's spirit is quiet. The doom of Samaria announced to those who live in the palaces of Egypt and Ashdod. Palaces of Egypt. Remember Herod and his wife was called Herodias. And Herodias was a witch ruler. So a witch ruler, he... She used to consult she used to consult the marine spirits and the spirits in the dry lands. That's why Herodias had the the head of John Baptist killed by making her child dance in front of the king. Just with some small something statement that that John the Baptist says, because she was the wife. She was like a second wife to the Herod, so she killed him because of the statement that John the Baptist said. And you you know Elijah was inside. John the Baptist. John the Baptist was Elijah. He said he came in the spirit and the power of Elijah. But he only operated in the spirit of Elijah. Why? Because his life was cut short. He was supposed to operate in the power of Elijah. So the curse that Jezebel said to Elijah, I tell you that from today, to tomorrow, this time, your 
you will be like the 450 prophets of Baal that you killed. And Elijah ran to the wilderness, to the desert, in the same palace. The same palace is where John the Baptist, who now was Elijah, and he actually refused he was Elijah. That's why he couldn't operate in the power of Elijah. If he said he, if he accepted he was Elijah, his head wouldn't be killed. He would operate above those demonic spirits that Herodias was using from the waters. And remember, John the Baptist used to baptize. He says, I baptize you with water, but who, whose sandals I'm not worthy to untie shoes will baptize you with fire. So meaning, John the Baptist had authority over all the marine spirits to be given, to be able to baptize people with water. The same spirits that were drove out from people when he baptized them, deliverance, or the same spirits that made him to get killed by Herodias. So he says, announce to those who live in the palaces of Egypt and Ashdod. So those are witches. God is talking about witches, warlocks. People who live in high places in the deserts. He says in the book of Revelation, the queen who is in the waters with three names written on her. Gather together in the hills surrounding Samaria and see the great disorder and the crimes being committed there. The Lord says, these people feel their mansions with things taken by crime and violence. They don't even know how to be honest. They don't even know. God saw so God was talking about the prophet. In the end time, who will be used to set people free. At the same time, in this end time, they are witches. So God is telling the prophet, look at these witches, warlocks, sorcerers, murderers, all these things. Stealing, husband snatchers. They don't even know how to be honest. And so an enemy will surround their land, destroy their defenses, defenses and plunder their mansions. So these are people, witches, who have stolen the stars of people who have stolen people's glory, who have stolen people's destinies. People who have stolen stars and they open up 
a church by using someone's stars who was supposed to be a pastor or something else. So they have stolen or husband snatches using charms and spells, casting on people's husbands. So God is telling this prophet, the prophet of the end times, look what is happening in these end times. Look at these people. They don't even know how to be honest. So when someone has reached to a point where they don't know how to be honest, lying, it means it's like there is a veil that has covered you with heart of wickedness. You can't, unrepentant heart is covering the person. So it's, and so an enemy will surround the land, destroy their defenses and plunder their mansions. So God says, demons will come, enemies. They can appear in form of physical or spiritual and manifest in the physical, like sickness, diseases. They will surround their lands, destroy their defenses and plunder their mansions, which they took and stole from other people. One second. That's why God, God, Jesus says in the book of Matthew, I have not come for peace, but a sword. Mother, let me read for you that verse. One second. have not come for peace but with a sword but a sword for I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and he says when rapture happens two will be sowing in the field two women one will be taken away one will be left so meaning there are people who God has set free living in these lands, and yet they are also sorcerers. So you can get someone whose family, they are doing witchcraft. And that person, if they don't repent, so the God equips that person with a sword. And so they start fighting because the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light, they cannot relate. So an enemy, God says, you can be an enemy. So God can allow the demons 
or the enemies to demons to enter the enemies and to come at and attack them. But the only thing, one of the things, not the only thing, one of the things that can make them that unrepentant had to be destroyed is the sword of Christ because the enemy gives them a demonic veil. Remember when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn into two. And when people look at God, they say this was truly the Messiah. Their eyes were open, meaning the veil that blinded everyone who persecuted and killed Jesus and put him on the cross. Their veils were destroyed. They were cut into two. And they were able to see and believe that truly he was the son of God. And that is the sword of Christ that cut the veil into two. And the power of God cut the veil into two. And so it gave people access to the Holy Spirit and to the heaven. So, what they stole from other people will be taken away. That's what God says. Whatever they stole, what they stole, some people go and destroy what they stole. And those people who are set free and the, the, the things were stolen by these people, by the witches, who according to Amos 3, 4, 5, God will bring new gifts from heaven and give unto them. Stars will be redeemed. He says, in the end times, Archangel Michael will arise. And people whose names are written in the book of life will be delivered. So the Lord says, as a shepherd recovers only two legs or an ear of a sheep that a lion has eaten, so only a few will survive of Samaria's people who now recline on luxurious couches. Listen now and warn the descendants of Jacob. Says the sovereign Lord, Jesus come from the lineage of Jacob. So Jesus God is talking about us. On the day when I punish the people of Israel for their sins, I will destroy the altars of Bethel. The corners of every altars will be broken up and fall to the ground. I will destroy winter houses and summer houses. The houses decorated with ivory will be destroyed. So, Jesus is saying, Jesus is talking on the day when I punish the people of Israel for their sins. Those are now witches. 
Muslims who are rebelling against God and Muslims who practice witchcraft and all that. God says he will destroy their altars and witches and long warlocks. The corner of the altars will be broken off and fall to the ground. God says he will destroy winter houses and summer houses. Meaning the houses decorated with ivory. Ivory meaning ivory is something that has been an elephant that has been killed. So these people, these are witches who have sacrificed animals on their altars. And they have built their altars through animal sacrifices. So their houses have been decorated with the houses, meaning their spirits have become altars of demons. I've ordered something expensive. So they have sacrificed humans. They have sacrificed animals. Their spiritual houses in the spiritual realm. Their houses. There are people who have houses spiritually. They can enter them. And they are physically. So God says he will destroy those winter and summer houses. May God bless you.